microphone. Yeah. It's too much. You're too much? I'm too much for this itty bitty microphone or a magnum. You're a bit fat too loud. voice. Uh, yeah. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome <clears throat> back after what? Like three, four weeks, five weeks, six weeks, seven weeks, stop me. Eight weeks, nine weeks, ten weeks, twelve weeks, seventy-five weeks. No, you went too far. Damn it. Uh, an amount of weeks. Probably like three months, yeah. Listen, yeah. the world is a crazy place with a lot of things to do. Sometimes you get a full-time job uh, and suddenly you don't have time anymore. And other times, um, I, I don't, don't know. have what an did, excuse. What do you have? What have you been up to? I'm unemployed, <laughs> so not an excuse. We also filmed our interview with our special guest today about a month ago. Um, she was sick. We were sick. And we ended up like waiting so long that all of her, her updates were like... Oh yeah, I've got the show coming up. And guess what? All the shows that she listed on that version of the podcast have passed since then. But she was very gracious and we re-recorded today. Our special guest is Auntie, if you are not already auntie. aware. It says it in the description, so the you should not be surprised. Oh. Uh. But we figured we'd give you a little update first about Dragging with a Spoon and all the amazing, cool, spectacular, amazing things that we are doing. Because it's we're been, cool and amazing and spectacular. It has been a while. It has been a while! We've had a couple shows since then. We've had a lot more shows planned. But, uh, but you know... Straights Mank, and their axe throwing. Uh, yeah, straights and their axe throwing. Um... Like, okay, so we had our Blue Boat show. That went really, really well. So, uh, well, the 80s night, you mean? The 80s night. Yes. Packed house. Went really Sold out, of course. Sold out. As usual. And um, we tried a little choreo- choreographed number, which people didn't give a shit about until we kind of got into the audience. Yeah. You know what? They were kind of living for it. They were like watching, for sure. But then they were like, they definitely started wooing when we ran into the audience. We did It's Raining Men as a duet. Yeah. And we had like a lot of choreography and the audience was just kind of like watching. Which, like, sure, yeah, sure. I guess me too. You know what? When I'm at an orchestra and I see the cellist kind of going ham, I don't woo. I just I watch. Don't woo. I, I mean, just watch. Yeah, There's just... technique happening there. But no, we, I don't know, we were like, we're going to do some choreography as a duet. Like, we, we really, like, choreographed the whole fucking we song. Did. And I think we did well for that, uh, you know. But I also think people just like to see drag queens way up close. So. Yeah. No, they'd rather just, they would rather you walk up to them and just look at them than, like, dance on a stage. Yeah, true. You could just do nothing and walk up and approach them and they'd be happier. People just want to like see the illusion up close, I feel like. Yeah, that's the, the beauty of drag, I think. Other than that, you made me a bodysuit. Like, a cat suit. A cat suit. suit. And yeah, it. we made it fit work. We made the fit work. Yeah. You did, what did you do? You did Barbie Girl again. No. No, that was another one. Oh my God. That no. was the first Blue Boat show. Sorry, that was so accusatory. I you did, did Barbie Girl again. Again. No. no. I did Love Shack and I think the crowd ate it up. Yeah. I have never done like a five and a half minute pure dancing song before. That was exhausting. What did you do on the Bang Bangs? Oh, I went up to like tables and I'd be like, bang, bang. And I'd be like hitting their table. And then I'd go around on the floor and be like stomping, bang, bang, bang. Like, and then it was just, the crowd got into it. They were all stomping and banging. Side note. Uh, like, I, I don't know if you noticed, but like, I kind of poked out from behind the stage. And at the, all the parts, at the end, towards the I end, not when this. you were like, bang, bang, bang. On the door, baby, bring, bring. Uh, and like the male part comes in, love shack, baby. <laughs> I came out and lip synced that part for oh, you. Oh, it's a I dude. can't hear you. I can't hear you. Well, yeah. there were other parts, but like, yeah, any part you weren't lip syncing. Oh, I didn't. I know just that. popped out. Cute. So the front row. Trying to it. steal my show? No, I'm just augmenting. I'm embellishing. And like the outfit I was wearing is like faux fur. 
Um, so shout out misdiagnosis. Shout out to misdiagnosis. I was sweating. Plus, like a full like thirty inch ponytail. Yeah, that thing is long. It's um, not thirty inches, but yes, to me it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to yeah, me yeah, it yeah, was yeah. thirty inches. That's all that really matters. I ended that number by because it's like like I literally just like fell on the stage and just put my leg up pointed toe of course and that was it because I was like I'm so tired work Alaska work Alaska's on the rock no. thank you yeah no. uh, it was exhausting but I felt alive other than that that was our last show that we did wasn't it no was it yeah shit that was like two weeks ago yeah we haven't performed in a couple weeks we haven't and we had a show every weekend for like a month and a half though so like hair flip but, uh, so, I've started a new job. I'm a uh, general music teacher at at an elementary school or two. Yeah. And so I get to talk with kids all day, so. So it took a while to get this podcast to happen. Yeah. Because she does not want to talk. Well, uh, yeah, I get home after, like, saying kids, okay, let's turn off our voices. Let's turn off our voices. I'm waiting. Let's turn off our voices. I'm waiting. That's a good boy. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> this is where the fantasy ends. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's fun. I like I do like teaching kids. They gave me no curriculum, so I've been just planning and whatever, mm. just kind of making shit up as I go along. And kids just come into the room and they're like, "Hey, we're singing," and I'm like, "Yeah, that's we're it. singing." Yeah, yeah. I forewent the opportunity to uh, make kids sing This Is Me because I thought that's just, it's cliche and it's stupid at this point. Uh, I'm really over Greatest Showman. Okay, but that song's so accessible to children. It is fine and maybe they'd get into it, but I chose a song instead that somebody else definitely chose and I just copied them. Uh, it was it's a song that was like written for like Queen Elizabeth's Diamond Jubilee when she was like rating for 65 years. Come on, 65 years now of colonialism. She, this, yeah, exactly. Imperialism. That was 10 years ago, so now she's been reading 75 years. And it, imperialism and colonialism was far before her. But, hey, but, but I work! Up, I made up for it by making them do Encanto songs on Boomwhackers, so we're good. We're good. Yeah, so that's been my fucking month and a half. And Wanda. Oh, yeah. Share no. what you're, you've been up to. I got furloughed at work because finances, uh, you know, stuff like that. None of my business to share. But that's okay. I've been kind of wanting a break. I'm tired. I just... She's tired! I've been working 40 hours a week for like a year and a half. So like, I just... I was like, mm, I'm done. I need a break. So I'm, yeah, off of work for three months, which has been exciting and so weird. I'm not used to not working. I have to keep moving. And it's very hard to relax. But I'm trying my best. I think this I'm doing okay. She's made like several outfits. I can't... Well, and now I can't do that. My sewing machine needs to be fixed because the needle is hitting the zipper foot, and I just I can't. Turns uh, out we've had that basically as long as I've been doing drag for real. And then you started twenty twenty. Yeah. We've had it since twenty. No, no, that was Christmas of twenty nineteen. No, twenty eighteen. Really? Yeah. Oh, I just didn't touch it for a year. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. And then like, I started doing drag, and then I started sewing, and then blah, 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 blah. no, you did not start sewing. You I to... did my plague doctor outfit for mixed quarantine in twenty twenty. Yes, there is documentation. But like in twenty nineteen, you weren't sewing. I tried to make a glove. That counts. <laughs> she tried making a glove like a few hours before a show. I sure the fuck did, and I'm like, how hard could it be? And turns out very uh, hard. Turns out I made the glove like I swear to God, an inch too thin for my 
Well, and then it had a my separate thicky arm. It had a separate thumb that you had to attach, which was I, stupid. Okay, like you can literally just trace your hand like a fucking turkey and make a glove. You do not have to do some separate thumb shit. That's some fancy shit. Just ignore it. The secret to a glove, by the way, is you just trace your hand like a turkey, and then instead of like cutting those lines, you just sew over the lines or around the lines. Give yourself a seam allowance, and then just cut the, around the fabric. Like cut the fabric off, and boom, you have a glove. There are some more steps than that. No. Uh, make sure that you are measuring the width of your hand. That's like right underneath your fingers, that fat part. Because uh, I didn't, and like I traced my first glove. You saw me, like, and that was too thin. Yeah, but you cut like a pattern, and then you try cutting out the fabric around the pattern. Well, yeah, but no, you need to just like draw the shape. And then, like, sew over it. I don't think my error was trying to make a pattern. I think my error... Because that was just tracing it, and then I just copied that. So it's the same deal. But, like, make sure you measure the width of your hand and the width of your wrist and, the like, the, the wide part where your thumb and stuff... Mm. Make sure all your widths are right, because otherwise your glove's going to be too tiny. Anyways, welcome back to sewing tips from Ava and Wanda that you didn't ask for. Okay, but, but there's, like, a lot, there's a lot of tips. Um, there one, are a lot of tips. Um... Regularly clean out and oil your sewing machine. No one told me that. Turns out. No uh, one told me that. That's an important part because our sewing machine, yeah. It was full of gunk. Full of like, it looked like purple pubes, honestly, covered in glitter. Mm -hmm. I, I did not sew faux fur. Or, well, I did a little And that Actually, wasn't wait. even from sewing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was so gunky. And like I said, the, the needle arm has like shifted so far that when I use a zipper foot, it's hitting the foot. So it can't like go into the fabric. So now I need to take it in the shop. And it's like, there's only one shop in Mankato. And they take forever. And they're only open from like 11 to 1, like 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And she said on her voicemail, please do not leave a message. I don't have time to listen to these. Why don't we just like... I'm like... Uh, uh, honestly, we might end up looking for somebody in the cities because like this girl seems overworked. But... Yeah. So we might be going to the cities to get the machine fixed and that's going to take like two weeks and I'm like, what am I going to do? Hey, and also, if you repair sewing machines and Hit clean them out, please contact either Wanda Gag or at It's Miss Avocado on Instagram. Please. Please. So... We're making it work, but I've also work. been doing a lot of show planning. I'm trying to get more into content creation. I don't know if y'all saw me, my Get Ready With Me video that I posted. Oh my God, she's a YouTube star. Uh, <laughs> she's a YouTube star. YouTube star. So I've been keeping busy. Um, and yeah, that's kind of the main thing. That's, pretty much that's kind of it. I mean, we've got big shows coming up. So we've got Emo and Punk Night at the What's Up Lounge here in Mankato, March, or March, May 20th. Um, Fuck, it's May. I know. We are going to be in Lanesboro this weekend uh, for a Lanesboro takeover. So oh, yes. They just contacted us. Yeah, they contacted us. They're like, we want to have a show. It's like a wine bar down there. And so it, we've got a sold-out evening show and a sold-out brunch show. So we're spending the night having a little girls weekend with the girls. You know. Just the girls. Just the girls. Uh, and then, what's that? What else? Um... And then June 4th, we'll be at the Blue Boat for a sayonara to, to the Blue Boat. Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's the theme I decided because I think... It should, anyways, they're closing. It sucks. It does. Um, what else? Oh, we've got Party Like It's Y2K in July at Chankaska. That's early access information for all our podcast listeners. Exclusive. And what else? That's about it. I've got some really big stuff in the works, but I can't spoil anything because I don't want to speak it into existence and then it doesn't happen because I, I spoke it out loud. You can give a tease. People want to know a tease. One word. Tour. Drag tour. That's all you get. 
Work in I, progress. You know, okay, it is a work in progress, but I will say we're working with an actual agent. So that's kind we of We are working thing. with an actual touring company that kind of a big thing. Yeah, so I I think it's gonna go well, but we're gonna we're gonna see. I don't wanna speak too much. I don't wanna like I don't wanna jinx it. That's just a hint, that's just a little tease. That's it. That's, that's all you it. Get. The tease. Otherwise, I just it's been it's gonna be a busy summer. I've I've got a couple bookings already. I'm hoping to get a lot more. We'll find out. If you wanna book if you wanna book Juan to gag or it's Miss Avocado. Please DM us. Yeah, just hit us up on Instagram. Yeah, we have enough of our own shows, but like I, if you want my schedule, it's open. I, I want to be much. booked, except for like June, I guess. Yeah, because we've got the Blue Boat show at the beginning, and that's it. And that's it. Weekend, so. and then I'll be performing at Mr. Mom's campground. Oh, we're gonna be doing that Pride show at that corporate gig. Oh yes. Yeah, that's uh, more information about that coming soon. But there's a, I think it's a private event. So. Melancholy. Sometimes we'll be promoting that. Sometime soon. Melancholy sometime will be promoting. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometime. Anyways, that's the joke. Yeah, so anyways, we're coming back to our long-awaited... Looks of the week. Looks of the week. Thank you for being patient with us. We have, of course, a star-studded person from the Twin Cities that all of you know. We all know. They are Anya, Anya Deke. Deke. However, they are going on Instagram now as Queen underscore Anya for no particular reason. Mm. But they're giving us breakfast at Tiffany's. Like it's really cute. Spitting image, except it's sequin, which I would say makes it's a, it drag. I would say it's a modernized version <clears throat> because this feels like a very like nineties like I was gonna say the, hairstyle. I was gonna say that. Well, I mean the the, the hairstyle is kind of right. It does have more rolls in it than the than the Audrey Hepburn one. I think so. Why don't you pull that up really quick? I'm gonna pull it up. We're gonna do a side by side comparison. But like Hold this on. is a little campier because she's eating her Audrey. Like, she's blowing a bubble of gum. She's got her croissant. Um, and she's just out. She's got the sunglasses. I don't even think those are part of the movie, but I could be wrong. Uh, <laughs> and she's looking cute. I think okay. it's silly. Oh, okay. This it is, is the exact look. So, this is a draggier version of that. This is definitely a draggier version. The hair is taller. The crown is, uh, the, the tiara is tilted. Mm. She's got bubble gum. I have not watched the movie, so I don't actually know. I watched the movie. Thing. I really don't remember what that movie's about, if I'm being honest. I think it's just kind of a character study. It kind of is. It, like, the, the, the the plot is very I don't know I don't really get it I don't know but she is nailing this this looks gorgeous I love it give her some love Anya. Anya oh yes queen underscore Anya on Instagram next up we have got a new Mankato doll they are gorgeous they have makeup skills and you know where we've met them in real life at one of our shows in full beat yeah they came to the MSU drag show in full beat they are Quinn Von Sin and they are, they're giving us spooky, ooky, melty, droopy eyes. They have such makeup skills. They really like, do. Like, the, this one's a cool one, but they have some other really good looks as well. The eyebrows just snatch right up. The melt uh. goes straight down. The lips. I think I'm always a little obsessed with their lips because they do this kind of, like, little uh, queen of hearts kind of thing where it's, yeah. they don't use their whole lip, but they overdraw the hell out of the middle, which I kind of like. Yeah. So, find them on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. What else do we have to say about this look? I think we've said it. This is just... It's... I love the turf bangs. I love... We love it. <laughs> <laughs> love a turf bang. Hate a turf. Hate a turf. Uh, yes. It's give... This look is giving me, like, hedonism. Does that make sense? Decadence. Decadence. Mm. She does always look very decadent. Fo give her a follow on Instagram. Yeah. The, the Quinn Von, Von Sin. All one word. Next up is another Mankato doll. Of course. The long-awaited return of the um, third Rose sister, Anaya Rose. Rose. And she is 
in downtown Mankato on the mechanical. And by when we say mechanical, we don't mean like the fun kind of mechanical. We mean like it's a bull that has gears on it. It is the mechanical bull of Mankato. She's riding it. She's having a good time. She's in, in full, drag. full drag. And it, like, this is Mankato. So like, that's pretty out of place. It's in front. This bull is sitting right in front of a fucking hick bar. Yeah. So uh, like, so major credit to her. Props to your mama. <laughs> but this look is really cute. I love the yellow. yellow I love the so little, I love the little uh, hip tassels. Oh yeah. And like the little hip cutaway. So you can see a little more of the hip. She's serving. That's it. <laughs> In the spirit of auntie, she's serving. That was just a little tip. <laughs> that was just a little, just just the tip of the interview. You'll give, find out later. Uh, give Anaya Rose some love. Anaya. Dot Rose. Dot Rose. Nine nine. Anaya Dot Rose. Ninety nine. Give her some love. And our last look of the week is another Mankato doll because we need to give a big spotlight to the Mankato dolls. We do because they're just starting, but they're already excellent. This is Papi Rico. Dot MN and. Papi Rico is giving Prince. That is kind of his base focal point, uh, kind of his inspiration, and I think he does it well. I think so too. This outfit. Where did he get this outfit again? I, I don't remember, like but it's really cute. It is, you know, purple. It, he's giving us purple. He's giving us rain. He's giving us purple rain. <laughs> also, the last video in this post is just him showing off his ass in these see-through <laughs> pants. I live. Double-cheeked up on a Tuesday afternoon. Hella ass. Hella ass. And they're actually really cool because on uh, on their debut show, which was our Chenkaska show, they were rollerblading around. Yeah, they are a really great rollerblader. They, yeah, they rollerbladed around. They fell but made it look like a stunt. It was it's iconic. so good. So, we love Papi Rico. Give them some love. PapiRico.mn. Yeah. On Instagram. On Instagram. And now it's time for our name of the week. Which... It is a sin, a cardinal sin, that we have overlooked a punny name that's excellent. So close to home. So close to home, in our backyard. Almost, yeah. Wait, is that her back there? Oh, I think Oh my I God. That. I'm going to call the police, get out of our backyard. <laughs> uh, but, please, like, okay, yes. Would you like to say it? Please welcome to the stage, Made in Taiwan. Yes. Uh, if you're in the cities, you know who Maiden is. But if you are not in the cities, uh, this is a great name. Yeah. Um, yeah, she is Taiwanese, uh, and she... Giant woman. <laughs> Giant woman. She is tall. She is very tall. Uh, very artsy. She's got she's got a good look for her. She, it's like I, a little bit of cosplay, a little bit of, like, kind of high I, art. I would, yeah, I would just call it artsy. She's got she's got an eye for, for kind of this whole aestheticism. Yeah. And I think she's super cool. We've seen her. We haven't really gotten to meet her. But we've like, seen her like perform. Actually, I got to meet her. I don't. Think, oh. She doesn't remember. She does not remember who I am. Yeah. But uh, I met her one summer when I was at Pride with my friend Chris. You're, yeah. You're oh wait, no, I did meet her then. Yeah. Oh my god, we were at Pride together yeah. that year. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was you. That's so embarrassing. No. Oh, I've just dated so many men. I couldn't remember which one <laughs> I went to Pride with that year. That's actually also where we met our friend Sam. Oh my god, yeah, before we had actually... Before we met Sam, and then we also met Maiden before we met Maiden, Maiden. because our friend Chris was friends with both of them. There was like one more person there, and I wonder if we've met them. You know, probably. Probably. <laughs> probably. It's fine. Anyways, Maiden Taiwan. Check them out on Instagram. They are Maiden.Taiwan. 
All right. Well, we're going to give you a quick break, and then we are going to go into our live interview. Live? It's not live. Our live interview with Auntie. We were alive when we interviewed them. Therefore, it's a live interview. It is a live interview. So, stick around, stay tuned, and... Uh, and go take a shit or something. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Oh, you both have the white wine. It's above 50 it's, degrees. It's time. Too goddamn hot for rap anymore. I have a Gatorade bottle entitled Auntie. <laughs> <laughs> Is that red wine in there? It's cranberry juice. What a way to live. I found some cranberry juice in the cupboard and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to water it down and it'll be great. <laughs> why what why would you want to water it down? Like, live life. Oh well, juice is so sugary. Oh that's, that's true. true. That's true. So sugary. Um it dehydrates. But but daddy loves some orange juice. What what kind of pulp variation do you No pulp. I I don't like a drink that's too thick. You know what I mean? Mm. But I'm all for the pulp. <laughs> I love the pulp. You know what? It's probably better for you, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's more... Uh, more orange than juice. More orange than juice. There you go. Okay, really quick, intro to the podcast. What are your pronouns in drag? Let's use she, her. Okay. Um, though in the past, my pronouns have been Dame Judy Dench. <laughs> Dame is the nominative, Judy the accusative, and the <laughs> genitive. But I found people have a lot of trouble with that. So mm. I, I accommodate to she, her. That is so valid. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is a safe space for you here. Uh, yeah. What was the one? Dench. There safe space. Safe space. Describe your drag. No. God damn it. <laughs> no, I, 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 I think it would be better if you, you, you start, and then I'll okay. tell you. Uh, <laughs> for our dear listeners. Uh, we recorded this before, and Auntie pulled this shit last time, just so we're keeping ourselves honest. But I will say that I would describe Auntie's drag as the fun, what's the word, nurturing aunt at the party that is also uh, three glasses of wine deep and having a lot of, uh, and talking to everybody, including your new boyfriend, and she is hitting on him. <laughs> oh. Is that a no? Is that a no? Pursed, pursed lips. What a wonderful read. There <laughs> <laughs> you go. You know, when I when I think about myself, Auntie, I think of um, how did I write this in my last publicity um, post? Um, last publicity. Post. Uh, the the preeminent drag acquaintance of the mm. Twin Cities. Someone to laugh with, to cry with, to sing with. Critically kind, but will read you like a book. 
-hmm. And it's in your best interest that I do because I I only have everyone's best interest in mind Mm -hmm. when I read them so voriferously. I think that's a word. That sounds right. Yeah. Voriferously. V- voracious, voracious. Hey, Denny, can we get a look up on that word? <laughs> Denny, my 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 PR assistant is going to try and look it up. <laughs> Thank you, Denny. Thanks, Denny. So how did that's 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 Auntie. Auntie is camp. Yes. Auntie is mid-century. Um, Auntie um, is what everybody needs in the queer community i agree Mm -hmm. someone that has their best interest in mind i keep saying best interest but that's that's true so so true like i regardless of how much i might despise a person i still want them to flourish as a human whether or not they're in my life that's one thing you know whether or not I, I talk shit about them behind their back. That's another thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I still want them to thrive. As <laughs> you both take. <laughs> and that's why you joined us today. And I appreciate it. No. Absolutely. Absolutely. So how did you get your drag name? Where did Auntie originate? That's a fun story. So, um, Auntie's been around for maybe five years or so. And that all began with house parties. Mm -hmm. So there's a house called Chateau Fremont, which was um, disenfranchised for a moment, but is making a a comeback this summer. It's a queer party house, very welcoming, very inviting. And that's where I really started to to do drag, to do Auntie. But where the name came, from. There, are, there are two stories that happened at the same time. So uh, some of the organizers of Chateau Vermont were talking about me and how I am like the auntie of the house. Yeah. Which that I am the one looking out for everyone mm-hmm. will encourage people who are down and throw people out who are out. Period. And at that time, I I was there with my best friend, and he was he he and his wife were going to have a baby, and I said how excited I am to be the auntie to this baby, and they made the connection of this con- talking about auntie of the house, and so that's that's where it began. It began as auntie as being this this figure this chaperone figure um, that um, is unassailable. Mm. That's, that's the beauty of auntie, I think, in, in many ways, is that I'm, I'm unassailable mm. in The suspense is killing me. Oh, no, I was done. <laughs> <laughs> She's unassailable in. <laughs> Period. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, you had me waiting. <laughs> I was waiting. Okay. So how long? So how long ago was that? How long have you been doing drag? 
That must have been five years ago because I believe that was a milestone birthday. Hmm. Um, it could be, you know, when I think back on it, I am. Um, Could have been four years ago, actually. It may, may have been five, could have been four years ago. But um, yes. Yeah. Four ish, five ish years ago. A lady never reveals never. all of her secrets. Next. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, what kind of performances do you do? What can we expect from you? So I, I did a recent inventory of my discography mm -hmm. and I found my top performances are Marlena Dietrich, if wow. you're the, the, the um, Bavarian bombshell, you might mm -hmm. say. Yes. Uh, Judy Garland Live, uh, which true. is hysterical. Okay, there, there's one number that I do where she coughs in the beginning of the number. She's like, ba -da, da -da. <clears throat> when you're smiling, when you're smiling, it's just, it's so pathetic. Um, and, and I love that. And I guess the other Bette Midler, mm. I do a shit ton of Bette Midler. By yeah. shit ton, I mean three to four. <laughs> That's a lot. That's dedication. It is. The Rose... Um, wind beneath my wings and from a mm. distance. That's what I do. Work. Work. I remember I, I did leave one important thing out when I described your drag, which is usually when you do an audience recording, you let you keep the applause in <laughs> and you come out on stage and you give us the hand wave of oh thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Which no. is my favorite part of your performances every fucking time. And the rest, of course, but thank you for saying that because it that that makes me laugh every time it's like <laughs> I find a clip that has audience applause in it and i'm like holy shit this is so camp it like is. I'm, I'm working on a number i'm gonna i'm gonna release this one mm -hmm. uh special scoop mm -hmm. um ethel merman uh what i did for love mm -hmm. oh okay if you look up her live performance of that, that's what I'm going to be doing next time I perform. Okay, I'm we'll so do. excited. We, I don't know <laughs> if you've heard uh, Ethel Merman's disco album. It's just all of her basic songs, but with a disco beat behind it. And it's... I've I've done an Ethel Merman. I did. Um, it's iconic. Um... <laughs> Shit! What's the name of the song? Uh, Everything's coming up roses. There's no business like Everything's coming up roses. Yes. <laughs> oh, try editing that in. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I did that one. And then there's another one of. Um, so, one of my favorite famous numbers is I Get a Kick Out of You. Mm, I yes. Kick. But I discovered one by Ethel Merman, which was the disco cover. Mm -hmm. And it's it's sorely disappointing. It's oh. it's uh, she she seems tired. Oh, whole performance. Tragic. I do love I I get a kick out of you. That one is one of my favorite numbers you do. I think mostly because I think you pulled me up and like 
use me as a prop, but it is definitely one of my favorites. Oh, definitely. <laughs> you know, and that's what I love about the drag performances is more the audience interaction, making mm-hmm. people feel awkward or, <laughs> or appreciated, depending on, on their social um, situation. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I love is, is those intimate encounters mm-hmm. with the plebeians that I think are so, so important. It's important to include the rabble every once in a while. Yeah. Yes. Nobility, royalty, nobility, gentry, and yes, even the rabble. Period. <laughs> <laughs> so you're also a stand-up comedian. How long have you been doing that? How did you get started? About as long as, so when, when I say about Auntie, like, you know, I said Auntie as a character was five years ago. Mm-hmm. Only September of 2021 is when I really okay. started performing. Mm-hmm. And that's drag and the stand-up. And so I've been performing um, the stand-up saloon uh, conferences, mm. uh, which are hosted by Colin Reed. Gotcha. And that's that's been a hoot. Just um, be able to, to test out some of my deadpan humor as well as have have auntie come up to you and ask you intimate questions <laughs> yes your experience of life <laughs> yeah. so it's gone well so far you know it's it's been spectacular i did a roast um i've done open mics i've um spotlighted some of them um a lot of my drag routines have a comedic element to them mm-hmm. for sure uh, I think especially of my ladies who lunch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, true. I'll be, I'll be resurrecting soon. <gasps> Thank goodness. It's a good number. Now I have to ask, have you ever considered doing stand-up at work or one of those open stages or how do you feel about that? You know, I, uh, that's a good question. And it makes me pause to really reflect like what is auntie's purpose? Mm-hmm. Um, is Auntie a drag queen? No. Mm-hmm. Is Auntie a stand-up comedian? No. Auntie is Auntie. There's mm-hmm. something else there yeah. for a niche <clears throat> for Auntie to fill. But yet I, I exist in these places and I'm so grateful for the opportunities, especially with work. Uh, uh, performing and winning contests and being recognized for it. I just think auntie has a different way of interacting with the world. Okay. I would almost call it uh, being a personality. Yeah. Because the whole, uh, like everything quintessentially boils down to having that personality on stage, having that personality when, when you talk to people, having that personality when you're a comedian too. And it all intersects, I suppose, at the personality, right? No, I mean, when I first started out as auntie, I would just go to the saloon and I would stand at the bar and just stare off the <laughs> comedians. Um, and while I was doing that, I was thinking, auntie doesn't belong here. Hmm. And yet here I am. And yet here you are. And so that was long before I even started performing is when auntie introduced herself mm-hmm. or excuse me, um, uh, dench self to, <laughs> right. to the queer community. 
love. Wait, when did you, so when did you finally make that transition to the stage then? When did that happen? It would have been September of 2021. Yeah. That's right. Okay. I think I was so decimated by the pandemic. Mm-hmm. In fact, I had planned to launch Auntie um, as um, a television show. Oh. Yes. Okay. I was um, working with a studio to do cable access and to do uh, an Auntie talk show. Very similar in the line of Dame Edna meets Eric Andre or Tim <laughs> and Eric, something like that. Love. And then the pandemic hit and the depression hit. And it took a long ass time to get out of that. But I realized then in 2021 that I, Auntie needs to happen one way or another. Mm-hmm. Auntie needs to get out of this and, and sparkle. And I did. And I didn't do well the first few times, but I learned from them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To the point that I'm winning the work contest or being spotlighted in comedy shows. It's been a tremendous meteoric rise to success, if you will. <laughs> Absolutely. Which I'm, I'm tremendously grateful for. And, and I don't want to... Don't want to what, my darling? She oh no, to. I was I was done. She God, okay. <laughs> she doesn't wanna. <laughs> I thought that was pretty obvious. You, you know, okay, fair enough. <laughs> you bitch. Okay, I know, right? <laughs> okay. Well, then it's time for our favorite segment. It's of the time show. for the favorite segment. What are your quick drag tips? I know you said you're not quite a drag queen. However, what are your quick? Tips. tips. These can be about life. These can be about Perform. performing. These can be about anything that you would like to share as your tips. Your mm. Three tips. Yes. Uh, my first tip is something I say often. And this is what I experience. This is, this is actually a mantra that I do before I go out on stage. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I'm dreading the moment right up until the very moment I get out on stage. It's like, shit, I would rather be doing anything else but this. Yeah. But what I tell myself is, isn't it interesting that fear and excitement live in the same part of the body, mm. which is the gut? So I, I do a mantra where I try and translate fear into excitement mm. so that when I'm out on stage, I'm, I'm, I'm on top of my game and I'm, I'm enjoying it, actually. Yeah. Right. So that would be my first, um, my first piece. Um, second would be to um, embrace gratitude. Mm-hmm. I think I'm grateful for my success where I know others have been working much longer than I have. And and may not have seen the same results. Um, I want to say to them to keep going, to experience the gratitude of doing the work, 
because what you're doing is fearless. It's virtuous, really. And so gratitude, I think, is, is a way to keep people... No, I'm not going to pause for that one. No. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> it's, gratitude is, has been a way for me to appreciate the, the highs and the lows. I am grateful for every opportunity. And so I just wish to pass that on to people. That's valid. Yeah. I was going to say then, that, that makes it a positive thing rather than, yes. Absolutely. And then third would be, you know, understand your mental health. Mm. As I, as I said earlier, you know, I had a very fierce depression during COVID. Once I started performing, I learned how many of us are in the same boat. Mm-hmm. How many of us are struggling with depression, anxiety, other situations. And to my recent point, still doing the work. That's fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. And so I just want people to know I'm so close. Okay, I'm gonna. God, I was gonna do it. No, (laughs) (laughs) I actually paused there because it's like I, I can be an ally and a support for you, but I know that my boundaries, I won't be able to be fully present with people. Mm -hmm. But I suppose aunt with with who auntie is, auntie is always someone who's there to listen. Mm -hmm. Auntie is safe. Auntie is an ally and advocate. And will 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 help you become the best person that you can be within limits. Of course, <laughs> with, with within limits. Ascend to godhood with auntie. No. But I think I think mental health is is so important, and True. so for us to be able to talk about it, I think other drag queens have done amazing work in being vocal about their mental health, mm-hmm. and I just hope that we can all continue to do such. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well said. Yeah, I think so. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so what's next for Auntie? What's going on? What's coming up? Well, you know, I have a few shows coming up. Um, and I'm hoping to book out Pride. I know we have we have a thing going on, which we need to talk about. Yes. Uh, the uh, uh, Broadway show. That's right. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll fill you in after this. <laughs> Tight. <laughs> All right, cut <laughs> <Not> that out. <laughs> yeah, she's. Uh, we're, we're figuring out a venue for it because our our, our venue. previous venue got bought out under her feet by an axe throwing club, axe throwing bar. Yeah. Bar. Anyways, <sighs> the straights win again. Ugh. So, Mankato's a nightmare for property. I'm sorry for cutting or <laughs> derailing a bit. I'm sorry that axe throwing thing upsets me so much me too it's dumb god violence um but here's (laughs) here's what's next for auntie yeah um i talked about you know really what is next for auntie you know we're gonna be doing drag we're gonna be doing comedy yeah but i also want to do a lot more of of entertaining and even uh hosting Mm -hmm. or um perhaps uh, educating and interviewing the queer community. Mm-hmm. So 
I've established pending permits. Auntie 501c3. Oh. Which is our nonprofit association. Mm -hmm. Where we're looking for smart-minded queer folk and straight people who, you know, have kissed another person of the same sex or before. <laughs> to join right, right. our board of directors, Auntie's mm. Bod, if you will. <laughs> Her bod. I love I'm that. really looking forward to people coming onto Auntie's Bod to <laughs> provide their ideas to direct the ship that is Auntie. Mm. Okay. I didn't mention straights. And so I think, you know, maybe Auntie's sack might feel more comfortable in mm. their hands. Yeah, with Auntie's Auntie's Straight Advisory Council. I think they'll be coming by the boatloads to get into Auntie's sack. Yes, you know, just bring me. You're tired. You're poor. You're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But the thing about the straights is they provide their their input, and I hear it, I recognize it, and typically I just throw it out. <laughs> it's like, do I really want straight humor? I don't know. Do I really want? <laughs> <laughs> just think <laughs> everybody loves Raymond or something like that <laughs> I don't want that shit um, <laughs> Dharma and Greg even though the, there's there's a, a gay element to it it's still pretty um, heterocentric but um the question was, what's next? And I think I answered it. I think so. Yeah. Now, Shows, stuff, teaching, and perhaps Auntie's bod or her sack. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. So where can folks find you then? They can find me on Instagram at auntie.live. On Facebook at Auntie Mipless, M-P-L-S. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to change that. Mm. Um, what else? Um, I suppose they can find me at the saloon often. That's true. You are there most of the time we're there. I am, yes. Yeah. Especially Thursdays, which is when work is doing. So whether or not I'm performing, I, I'm usually there at work. Um, or um, stand-up saloon, which is um, mm, alternating Tuesdays. I forget which one they start on, actually. Mm -hmm. So sorry, Colin. Uh, listeners, figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> they got a social media page or something yeah. for saloon, I think. You know, can I talk about something else that I'm really interested yeah, in? Yeah, please. Let's hear it. So, Auntie uh, is... As part of Auntie's board of directors, we're looking for the entertainment side, which is, you know, maybe a, maybe a talk show, maybe you know, hosting a show or whatever. But then there's also the consulting side, mm. and so Auntie's coaching and consulting services oh. is available for for queer folk who are looking to enhance their well-being or or work through a difficult life decision of where they want to go to next. Uh -huh. I'm certified in the Myers-Briggs inventory as well as the intercultural development inventory. Mm -hmm. And I'm very interested in just having conversations with people about where they want to go in terms of personal development. Yeah. And it's what I call performative consulting. 
where you are actually consulting and coaching with me, Monty. <laughs> I love that. It's drag consulting. <laughs> I might need some consulting soon. So. I would love that. We, are we signing up? Can we sign up? How do we sign up? You know, enter code on dot l i v e to drag me with a spoon dot <laughs> it's true for a discount code <laughs> to trainings with auntie we only have training sessions with auntie it comes with a free cod piece um yes <laughs> a houndstooth cod piece yes <laughs> And actually, I put in a I put in a, a bid for ninety six um, stretch rings Ooh. on eBay, and so if I get these ninety six stretch rings, I'm gonna hand them out like candy. <laughs> <laughs> so be sure to look out for an auntie stretch ring or a discount code for <laughs> coaching and consulting services. Giving the community what they need, Monty. Mm -hmm. Providing social services to the queer community. That's what I'm all about. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. Mutual, I'm sure. I, I, <laughs> so, um, what's next for you? Oh, well. Oh, God. Uh, big things in the work. Mostly, we're trying to find <sighs> venues and stuff. Sorry, I just drift, drifted off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm writing my book. Uh, You're not clever enough. It's okay. The book's called You're Not Clever Enough? Yeah. Thanks for talking. I was going to do an auntie pause, but never mind. Uh... <laughs> But never mind. <laughs> she tried. She tried. 